0: Alright, we're live. Hey guys, this is Doug Fletcher, and you're listening to What's the Hazard. Uh, We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. It is December 17th, Friday, and uh, we are probably doing the last episode for this calendar year. I think next Friday is Christmas Eve. The following Friday then will be New Year's Eve. Obviously, the people here at Hurtat Media don't work on those days, so uh, this might be it. And so, before we get started with my guest, I'd like to just Once again, say thank you to the people that make this possible, our sponsors, Cheyenne Wolford with CCS Group, John Falowich, Falowich Construction Services, my buddy Jim Cover down at the Nebraska Department of Labor, On-Site Consultation Group, and our latest sponsor, Building Omaha. Building Omaha is a partnership between the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, the IBEW, and the National Electrical Contractors Association, NECA. They pair highly trained electrical professionals with industry contractors to ensure they're able to serve customers safely and effectively. Building Omaha, the partnership that powers our city. Learn more at buildingomaha.org. I am incredibly grateful for your support. Thank you very much. It, it means a lot to me to be able to do this, provide this information to my colleagues and, and people in the uh, safety profession. We do have some small business supporters that have been also incredibly generous, and I want to point them out. Kristen Hodge with HINCO, Brent Culver with Wicked OSHA, Um, back in the very beginning, Steve Polich with Safety Reports, and Lou Demoro with Medical Enterprises. Everybody has been incredibly generous uh, with their time, with resources, with money, support. Thank you all. We are into our third year, and uh, I think the best is yet to come. So thank you all for that. I sincerely appreciate it. My guest today is uh, a good friend of mine, uh, a colleague, Lee Paulson. So So check this out. So Lee works for one of the most prominent fishing companies in the world. Um, I, the company is pure fishing, but you represent Berkeley, Abu Garcia, all of these incredible fishing companies, all of this, this tackle. Um, and he lives in a resort community on the lake. I mean, this is a job, right?
1: This is a job. Okay, I'll, man. A lot of people love what I get to do, so it's a no. It's a great company. Um, out of nowhere, I had no idea that it was so close to what I would call home here in kind of mm-hmm. the Omaha
0: Lincoln mm-hmm. area. That yeah. So you're up in Okaboji, basically yes, Spirit yeah. Lake,
1: Spirit Lake, Iowa,
0: man. which is a beautiful community, lakes galore, fishing, obviously. Um. So thank you for being here, man. I mean, you've been traveling all week. Yep. I uh, have. And you look tired. I I feel tired. Yeah. (laughs) No, man. So we'll tell everybody a little bit about your safety journey, how you got into this. And then let's talk about pure fishing.
1: Yeah. Um, kind of been doing this for about a dozen years already. It seems crazy to think that uh, and, uh, just kind of worked my way up through, uh, agriculture manufacturing or agriculture was a big stint there in the middle. And, Really miss the manufacturing world, and that's how I found Pure Fishing, and it's just been a great ride. I'm an outdoorsman myself, and it's just a a fun company to be associated with, like all the brands,
0: and a lot of people get jealous. I wear this to a concert, and everyone's (laughs) like, oh, I
1: love what you do. We love Berkeley.
0: (laughs) Everybody loves Berkeley. I throw plastic bait all the time, man. That's my favorite, so. Yeah, it's just. Did you bring anybody any chance I, I didn't bring any okay we, we can't um, make it fast
1: enough uh, I bet you can't you're not so, high enough on the totem pole
0: so that brings <laughs> us to an interesting point man um during all this COVID insanity these last few years the fishing industry has been booming which leads to a lot of interesting challenges for a safety professional
1: yeah so our uh our business has just been nuts with the start of COVID um people are getting outside people are getting outdoors it's just it's great for us but it's just it's been really taxing from for workplace safety um since you know early in 2020 um we're just all of a sudden we're just seeing a boom in the amount of sales go through the roof and all of a sudden we can't hire people fast enough so we're just have an influx of trying to get people in the door and uh, now all of a sudden we start going to 11, 12 hour shifts, um, just to get as much to product try to keep made as possible. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's been very, very challenging. Um, my biggest fear when we, you know, the shift structure changes that we had gone through just like this is going to be tough on people and, and we're light manufacturing and what we do, but I mean, it has its own hazards associated. We're very high volume mm-hmm. quick pace of what we're doing. So, right. um, that really just worked. I me in long days, you know, 11, 12 hour a day, the fatigue really starts to, to set in. Uh, we went through and, you know, okay, we're going to this direction. So what do we do on the opposite end to try to mitigate those risks as much as possible? So we really, um, we looked at our ergonomics program, job rotation. And we really invested a lot into our stretching program mm-hmm. with Mm-hmm. Hodge. Oh, did you? Know, who's fantastic? Oh, she is fantastic. Yes, I and I, I really love what she was able to do for us and the um the program. It's been fantastic. And if, if you re, if we truly follow that, it's going to make us better. Like I remember when I first got the program from her. I'm sitting in the office doing the stretches by myself, <laughs> sweating. <laughs> right. You know, and oh uh, people. And at that point in time, I just had like a seven foot office, so I'm like <laughs> touching both sides, but I just like. You know, five minutes after I did that, I was like, I feel great. Really? You know, I was just like, I feel loose. Like, I feel I can do so much. So, I, I it's a great program. And when we, when we, I lead training with everybody every week. And I was like, if we do this, you guys will feel better. So, it's I uh, yeah. try to just enforce it every week. It's just, you know, when you introduce new programs, they're, they are hot off the press. And everybody pays attention to them. But we just got to try to sustain that as much yeah. as possible. We're constantly refreshing on people to do this because it's going to make
0: you better. It's interesting. So, I remember when you and I spoke... We probably spoke six, eight, nine months ago. We, we speak periodically, but we were talking about the fact that you were planning on extending these shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think statistically, I'm, I'm not a statistician, and I'll be honest with you, I don't really go out and read the literature, but I think as safety professionals, all of us are aware that when you really push people hard, when you extend these shifts, when you're working you know, maybe six, seven days a week, you are confronted with a lot of issues of overuse and fatigue and those kind of things loss of focus, perhaps, maybe even attitudinal issues. Now they're, you know, the money is great, but now I'm, I'm not really interested in working seven days a week, whatever. So you were mentioning that you are going to try a number of different things.
1: Yeah. So we like said we did the stretching piece. We brought in a, um, a chiropractor oh, nice. to do some soft tissue exercise with people, preventative care. And um, we did that for two months. Mm-hmm. We were bringing somebody in for uh, a day a week to just work through people and kind of Get those things, like
0: I said, being on your feet, the mm-hmm. stress. So know. how did that work? The, the chiropractor would come in one day a week? Yep. So we'd, and you could make an appointment or you could just go stop in? Or how did that work? So
1: we did like 10-minute mini sessions where people could sign up and get in. Um, and just, hey, it was just a revolving door. Just getting people in, getting them out just okay. as quickly as possible. It we a big... Big organization. You've seen how big our building yeah, is. So absolutely. it was it was a bit of an effort to get everybody there. So we just hustled people through as quickly as possible. And it started out, it was fantastic. Were like, people interested? People were interested, <laughs> you know, and because we'd always talked about it, you know, because there was other people or other organizations locally that had something similar. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to do this. And we got everybody, like I said, signed up going through. But really after a few weeks, it started to die off. Um, you know, it was people were, were really obsessed, like they were, it was fantastic, we're doing this, like we were double booked on appointments because there, people were making appointments, but it was just funny though, like a lot of people... Um, they took it like I went and did it already. Like, I don't need to do this every week. Like it's just, right. I, it really just opened my eyes to the people that we have. They're like, no, I already did. It. I don't need to do it again. I was like, it's here for you guys to do it, mm-hmm. you know, every day or every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I made that joke with you earlier, but then the people that did show up were the ones that showed up every week. Cause they, <laughs> we had some guys showing up with combs <laughs> right. and trying to look good for the chiropractor. And so you had a female chiropractor
0: who was <laughs> yeah attractive he, and he, uh, that did well, and, uh, not meaning to minimize that, of course, but um, obviously that generates some interest in some part of the workforce. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it was so it was unique, and it and it it was providing value. But we just when we would have gone forward with it for six months, a year, mm-hmm. but. I mean, it was it was so hard to get people to fill that slide, just, yeah. and I don't know what it was. It just they, they did, like, one and done. It was great, and people would, like, if nobody else is going to do it, I'll, I'll do it, but I want somebody else to take my spot. Right. You know, it, it was interesting to see that yeah. people's behavior around that. Like, I already took advantage. Somebody else should. But, um, yeah, we worked through that, and we weren't able really to sustain that. I think it, it provided a little bit of relief for people. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was just – it didn't last. It wasn't sustainable, and it just – we weren't getting the value out Talk of it. Talk about
0: Kristen's service, the stretch and flex part of this. is that Was that a pre-shift? So I know that Kristen will develop the programs specifically to the muscular needs of the workforce. It's not just do these – the same four stretches you did before football practice in junior high school. Yeah. It's a little bit more specific.
1: Yeah, so I, we found that – because what we were doing, we were doing – Two two sessions a day, two you know two to four minute sessions per day. we were doing one at startup and one uh, around the lunch period. Okay, uh, when people came back, and what we found was just looking at what we're doing and the shift structure that we're working. It was just best to do five minutes dedicated uh, throughout um, at the start of your shift, and then we also try to do like those mini sessions, so like a machine changeover. Whatever, walking back, just doing little stretches along your ways, and how important that is. So, yeah, it was it was fantastic. We developed several leaders that we brought in to lead the stretching, mm-hmm. be a stretching coach on the proper way to teach that posture, and really just what I the big benefit that I saw from it was the explanation of these are why we do the stretches. You know, we talk about the rolled shoulders mm-hmm. and that effect that it has on you, and hearing just her talk about you know, and going out and interviewing the coworkers like she was like, "Do you have a lot of neck injuries?" I was like, "No, we don't have." neck injuries nothing like that and going and talking to people like are you sore right here you know when you Mm -hmm. go home like oh yeah it's just you know upper neck and that Mm -hmm. part like I was like, we don't have injuries there, but we you know we talk about you know right. the work that we do and your shoulders going in for you and how that just leads to other things and just looking around then you can see that and I pay attention to that everywhere that I go now. Mm-hmm. I just see like how uncomfortable people are and like setting it makes
0: sense and how And is it primarily from just your head like pivoting forward or something, looking down at your work and or it's something? just is yeah, it?
1: all the work you do is in front of you. I mean mm-hmm. especially with our line of work, you know, we're working packaging Lines, baits, all that stuff. Working on uh, machine spoolers, all that work is in front of you. Even the mm-hmm. mechanics, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're everything's out in front of you. So you just, all of that's just meant to be is bringing everything back into alignment. And okay. just it, it makes sitting in chairs, your posture is better. Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. No. I'm I
0: horrible. mean, Kristen, I need some help. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, no, it was it was really great night. Um, but through going throughout the year that we had had, even the last couple of years, so. You know we went through 2019 was our best year that we'd had on a record I mean we went 540 some days without a lost time injury recordables was several hundred days um, even the ones that we had were really minimal um, just the best stretch that we'd ever had then we get into 2020 we're working long hours you know there's so much going on in the world and we're trying to throw everything that we can at it just how to be preventative and like you had said, some attitudes, just not so much. I mean, probably some of it with the work piece and the shift structure that we had, but there's so much outside noise uh, the last couple of years with what's yeah. going on. Just We've right. just seen something just change in a lot of people. Uh, it's It's been tough. So we've had um, a number of recordables the last couple of years, and nothing overly serious, but a lot of the carpal tunnel, mm-hmm. tendonitis, mm-hmm. tennis elbow, stuff like that. So we've got an older workforce, Mm -hmm. you know, that have been doing this 20, 30 years and, you know, they're on the last leg of their kind of career before they retire and who had probably already been through a lot. Now we've just kind of increased their workload that last leg. And, you know, we started to see bodies breaking down. We also had problems of when we, you know, hiring new people and just a rush to get them to the floor where, you know, we probably weren't spending as much time with the training piece. Of course. I think um, that was
0: pretty common, truthfully.
1: Yep. And we would have people where we, I mean, we brought on some great coworkers to work for us and just want to do a good job. You know, young people that, you know, I'm, I'm here to do something. I'm going to be good at it. And probably have gotten themselves into situations that they shouldn't have where even some supply supply chain issues where we've had to flow to work, where we moved people between departments just to yeah. so that they could have a job and they could get there. Their paycheck, so we move them to a different cell and just kind of like just try to do the best that we can, so we can keep them working. And then you know something goes wrong with a piece of equipment or whatever it may be, and they're trying to troubleshoot
0: it, and then they get themselves into trouble. Yeah. So well, so. Stretch and flex, chiropractic. What other kind of things did you try that may or may not have been successful in? Yeah, we
1: did um, some of this stress.
0: We, we did some raffles with people. We mm-hmm. did things like that.
1: You know, we incentivized the COVID piece with vaccinations. We were doing, we were doing drawings of a thousand dollars a pay period for people that were getting vaccinated. Just throwing stuff,
0: which was a huge uh, incentive that the company. So to if you pay. got it, so if you were, if you got vaccinated within that. Time period, your name would go into the drawing? Yep. Into the raffle?
1: Yep, so the vaccine group, we were drawing $1,000 winners. Nice. Um, we were just trying to do all that we could get and to keep people positive. And it was working with some of the people. It mm-hmm. was just, it wasn't a complete failure. It just didn't probably reach everybody that we sure. wanted to. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we've just been navigating through the waters. I think current state where we're at, we've been through this for, you know, 18 months mm-hmm. now. Uh, we're starting to get, catch a little bit of a stride now. I just yeah. think, like, we've gotten through, like, uh, we lost some good people along the way, just with things. With it, it was the, you know, outside of the world, the stresses and everything. Yeah. But I mean, it it's it's been tough. But we're we're hitting a little bit of a stride now. It feels like where uh, we're we're getting accustomed to the work structure, the shift structure. It, it's Are we it, still working those extended it's, hours. It's we're still slowed working. down from what it was from the peak. Yeah. Uh, we're still working extended hours uh, for the most part. What would a typical week be ty- at this point? Right now, we're working. Um, Forty-eight hours one week. They're working ten-hour days Monday through Thursday, then an eight-hour day on okay. Friday, um, and then there were we're doing an A B schedule where the, every other Friday they get off, so they're doing okay. a forty or forty-eight. Okay, but we also allow people to volunteer for overtime,
0: so they can if they can. Yep. Okay, but um, that's not as that's not as brutal as some. I mean, yep. I know places where they're working six tens. Yep. I mean, which just seems. I mean, you know, not only in the work environment. You know, that added stress of just being there. But the recovery time is so lessened, you know. I mean, when you are out of the workplace, you don't have as much time to recover physically or your hearing or whatever it is that's Mm -hmm. been under stress. Yep. That's a big challenge. And we,
1: like I said, in that last year and a half, we've been able to staff an entire weekend shift. Or I mean, maybe not fully staffed, but we've been able to bring people on to work a weekend shift, and it goes on and off. So that's been able to offset some of the things as well was just building up that staffing. Obviously, you have to hire more leadership to get them to yeah. run those shifts, you know, a beefed-up third shift, you know, the weekend shift. So it's gotten better. And one of the really good things that I, um, you know, that kind of helped – uh, limit the amount of exposures we're really good at being able to move people around like, there's so much different jobs that mm-hmm. we do where if pe- people are starting to get a little burnout on things or they're starting to you know get in some aches and pains we can still put them in highly productive work cells that maybe aren't as high um highly de- yeah. high demand as far as you know High risk as far right. as you know um, fatigue and uh, stress on the body. Yeah. So you've seen our facility, like yeah. you know, we have the sit stand mm-hmm. options of working on packaging lines. We have a lot of lines where you can work at your own pace, where you don't have to keep up with right. what's coming down the conveyor right. belt. So that's been a really saving grace because we've been able to rotate people into those cells, which are still a great value. And probably we,
0: physically and mentally. Yeah, probably, exactly.
1: Where they can even get a break from people. They can go off mm-hmm. and be on their own and do some
0: things mm-hmm. and And it's... Mm-hmm. You know, I like to work in isolation <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm okay with this. Yeah, But yeah. <laughs> sometimes you do need a little break from just the, the noise or just the, the presence of so many people around you, yeah, I think that's true. And the teams that I, the team that I work with, is really good too. About hearing, listening to the coworkers.
1: You know, we talk about tools and resources, being those eyes and ears to, you know, when people needs to get a break from, you know, being on a mold or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. So we can get them off. Whether it's mental, if it's physical, whatever it may be, and give them a, you know, a day or two break just so they can kind of reconfigure and get ready to go back and you know all things need time all stresses need a little time and absolutely you know it's not that big a deal once yeah. you've had some time to sit and think about everything right so yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's been been a rough couple of years but we're starting to get into a stride and i think people just like this is i hate saying this but this is the new normal right
0: yeah to some degree and they and, and i'm sure that they recognize and appreciate the effort that's being made for the most part you know they know that you as an employer recognize this increased stress level and that you're trying to do things to address it to improve working conditions. I would imagine most employees appreciate that. We've got some employees that we have a really hard time with. Period, regardless of what we do to try to make their lives better, yeah, we just don't always appreciate it. But I'll bet I'll bet you're the majority of your workforce gets Yeah,
1: it. And even like with those ones that you said that may have been, have a negative aspect always, we've even brought some of those in like, well, what would you do if you were in our mm-hmm. shoes? Like we're, we're very humble. And that. like, if you have a better idea than what you're doing, by all means, like please share, like it's weird. There's no pride or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Like, and I, that's how I carry myself. I have no pride. Somebody can do it. Great. And I can take that and we can do it the same way. Absolutely. So this is um, somewhat
0: uncharted territory. So let's uh, put our heads together. Yep. And like I said, everyone's like, well, you guys are doing
1: really the best that you guys can do. I don't really know what else we can do,
0: you know, and, and we've done
1: really, really great in our community. I mean, The COVID piece, I mean, we're, even if there's incidents as a whole, like, we're we're really killing it Um, from a positive standpoint. Like, we're doing a really good job. I'm really proud of it. The leadership team is really proud of it. Like, we've kind of taken a a high standard uh, for our local community up there in Spirit Lake. Nice.
0: Excellent, man. This is great stuff. And um, I think there are a lot of companies that are struggling with this extended work shift issue. They're significantly busier because of COVID or be just whatever the reason, um, the economy in general, and there are a lot of issues that need to be addressed. I, I've always appreciated the level of creativity that you have used to try to address these things. It sounds like you found some things that worked, and, uh, you know, it's always good to share things that don't work quite as well as we had hoped. I mean, that's how we learn as well, so thanks, man. We're going to be back for one more episode, so... Thank you guys for listening or watching. We appreciate it. As you noticed, I brought in the eye candy for today. (laughs) So some of you are watching on YouTube. If you're listening and have not been to the YouTube channel yet, it's uh, What's the Hazard Podcast. Just go search it out. It probably doesn't pop up with the Joe Rogan podcast yet, but uh, after this one, I think it will. So thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend and have wonderful, safe holidays, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Later.